And welcome once again to Courtside with Joe Morelli. Joe Morelli is the head boys basketball for Game Time CT in the Hearth, Connecticut Media Group. And welcome at the top of the show. You heard a little, a little montage of all the league championships. 
starting over at the SEC. Well, Wilbur Cross comes all the way back to defeat Notre Dame of West Haven to repeat as SEC champs, 49-48. to You heard a little bit from Kevin Walton, the giddy cross coach. You heard from Derek Grant, the tournament MVP. Moving on over to the FCAC, Richfield winning its third title in four years. You heard a little bit from Johnny Brioni, who had 15 points, was the MVP, and head coach Andrew McClellan on, uh, on winning the title. And over at the SWC, how about this? Colby Cathedral back on top. You're a little bit from John Folder winning their first title since I was a beat writer at the Connecticut Post way back in 2006. Unbelievable. And finally over at the CCC, East Catholic back on top, 55-47, to their fourth title in five years. You heard from Luke Riley, their great player Matt Noling, and then of course Northwest Catholics John Mirabelle is just gracious as always. A great, great league tournament week, championship week. We now go flying into the state tournaments. A great week. I'm all excited. Joseph, how are you? It was a great week. I think you need some coffee. You want to calm down this I've got a little bit? Right are you sure you're okay? Uh, I got, I'm a little under the weather. Yes. Well, aren't we all a little bit? But and that was, was a rough opening. I think I edited yeah, it pretty well. Yeah, it's okay. Well. You you covered it pretty well. Um, I listen. I mean, I you can only get to so many spots, so you have to kind of rely on. Well, I think I think our guys on game time did a really great job. I Amazing. Know, job. I know we're biased, but. Um, people like Pete Puguaga and, and Will Aldham and names you don't recognize. I think everybody was on their game, and I think it was very, very productive coverage. And um, the SEC was where we spent Monday and Wednesday night. And um, I, I have to be honest, I, I picked against Wilbur Cross. I thought it was <laughs> the perfect storybook ending for Notre Dame, even when they had the steal and people thought it was a foul. I thought they were going to hit the game-winning shot and win. I really did. And, you know, kudos to Wilbur Cross. They play great defense. I think it's – I think the kids just play great. I, I'm I'm generally surprised. I shouldn't be, but I am. Because I really thought Notre Dame was better than they are. And they obviously weren't. Yeah. They just didn't play well. I mean, Cross's defense was great. They mixed it up. I just – and Notre Dame looked like they panicked. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really surprised. I was really I, shocked. I, I, I just – you know, we've when, talked. We, we, listen, we've talked about it on this show, I, and I've told people this. Notre Dame is one of the great regular season teams of the last five years. There's very few that are even better, maybe nobody better, but they have nothing to show for it. And unfortunately, you eventually have to win a title of some sort yeah. to validate things. And uh, maybe they can win Division One. Who knows? And if they did, then they can say, "Hey, we told you so." But you have to find a way to win that game. I'm yeah. sorry. You just do. But Cross rose up, and as he called it, the redemption tour. Yeah. They beat Shelton, the three seed. They beat two, the Hill House, the two seed. Redemption for having been swept by them and having been swept by Notre Dame during the regular season, including one game in overtime. They did it again. I mean, they kept Zach LaPote, the SC player of the year, scoreless. Yeah, in the second half. Yeah, I just. He was on fire in that second quarter, too. He was. I mean, they, they were on fire. And, and Wilbur Cross took a couple of. Punches, standing eight count, and was able to recover. I thought Notre Dame played pretty well in the third, keeping them at bay. Sure. Every time that they got within one or two, Notre Dame would answer. But that third quarter, only scoring three points in the fourth quarter, that was that was tough. That was really tough. And the, you would think if this was their year, this was the, Notre well, Dame was I, clearly I thought, the best team in the country. I thought last year was more their year, or they, they both, both equally. Yeah. But I mean, listen, how many times, Sean, do you get a chance to set it up? You have the same team in front of you. 
the year after they beat you, you're in the one seed again, same fa- same place, yeah. some of the same cast of characters, and you lost again. And yeah, you can, you know, it's at the athletic center, it's this, it's that. It comes, Sometimes it comes down to you got to man up and you got to play. It's it. Yeah. And it, you guys got to play and you got to find a way to win. Again, kudos to Wilbur Cross. I didn't think they were going to win, and they did. And, and you know what? I, I'm one of my things I'm going to be talking about in my tournament preview. And this is going to—we're taping this on Friday. It's going to probably come out Sunday or Monday. Um, you know, for a long, 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 long time, Hill House has been the kings in New Haven. Even last year when Wilbur Cross won it, Hill House went in and beat them in the state tournament. You win two SEC titles in a row. You have eight, and Hill House has seven. To me, they're the kings of the Elm City. And that's just the way it is. Yeah. Now, unless Hill House goes and wins Division One, which I don't think they will. Um, but yeah, as I, we mentioned, know. as we mentioned, Hill House did not look like they wanted to be there. It was just cross play better than everybody else in that whole tournament. They just they own won, the SEC. They, they own the SEC tournament. They, that's one thing that's been through Jim Reynolds, even Anthony Hill, and and, and then to uh, Kevin Walton that they put a lot of stock in that tournament. And you know, Kevin Walton has done a phenomenal job with those guys because they lose the team during the year. Like, how the heck did they lose to them? But they find a way to get ready for that tournament. And it's not an easy tournament to win. As you said, it's a defensive tournament. Not a lot of offense, but that's what they play in the city. They play defense, and that's where they find a way to win. And yeah, and we'll see what happens to them in the yeah. upcoming Division One tournament. And they're gonna they're gonna get Basic, and then they gotta go to East Catholic. Yeah, so which, that, that's gonna that's a that's a tough, tall order, even in the best of circumstances. Yeah, which speaking of East Catholic, um, in the CCC, I mean, it's no shock that they were able to come back and win that game last Correct. night. Right. I I really liked how Northwest Catholic came out, took about a ten point lead, really started playing well, but then. You know, Matt Noling, you get the offense going, you get uh, all those guys going. Yeah, they just they, they, they do their thing. They they, just, they run their sets as well as anybody in the state of Connecticut. Yes, everybody knows. I like Luke Rowley. That man can coach. He's got and he's got players. And you get players and you got a coach that you win. And and, and Mirabelle's got talent too. I mean, you got Raglan and Curtis and and those other guys. They're going to be really good and they're going to be really tough to beat in Division Three. But, you know, East, I mean, that's, again, it was old school Northwest Conference rivals. Yeah. And, and it was back in the day, and those guys, and there's so much history between those two, Riley and Mirabello, and, and those who have a better history than I do know about Joe Riley, and Mirabello played for him. And and like I said, they, they, there's a lot of victories between those two programs. And um, it was a good theater last night, and the best player on the floor played the best yeah and he goes down with a knee injury yeah that was, was that was injury. really scary I, I thought for a minute that oh god not an acl but and thankfully it was hyperextended he comes back and hits three threes yeah <laughs> i mean the guy's phenomenal i mean he just is he's a cool heading customer. into the state tournaments he is my he's my player of the year i mean the, the guy is unflappable yeah um that was a tremendous performance there whenever they they, they were hitting some three that really deflated that building uh in, in northwest catholic he hit a three and then he hit another three, and then the, the then Matt Ho- Matt Hood comes in, he hits a three that put him ahead for good. And then you know, 40. and you know what East is going to do. They're going to spread. They're going to yeah. isolate. Yeah. And then with Northwest sitting there with two or three fouls, that's the perfect thing. You, yeah. Without no, a shot clock, that's the perfect thing that's you're going to do. do. Yeah. No, and no. then they're going to keep play keep away. Seven point lead, play keep away. Nine point lead, keep playing keep away. I'm team shot clock. It drives so, me nuts. So am I drives me nuts that with a five minutes left and it's a nine point game or whatever it was four minutes three minutes yeah. nine point game Northwest Catholic was done I mean give East Catholic credit 
move the ball around. Right. And they, their ball handling skills are tremendous. Uh, and they were, and then, like you said, the foul situation. Yeah, no, had, no way they were ever going to come back in that game. No, it was I, just sad. And yeah, do we need a shot clock? Yeah, but again, we've been over this. Yeah, and it's nothing's not happening, so it's, it's not. But listen, you play with the, what you have. You play with the rules that you're giving. And East Catholic, you know they're going four corners. You know they're going spread. And again, they're going to be very tough to beat in Division One. Going down, heading down to Fairfield County yep. over to the FCAC uh, Ridgefield. You know, I mean, Andrew McClellan has just been a, a tremendous coach last uh, I mean, since he's taken over for Carl Charles. Uh, and Ridgefield is just the class of that tournament. Knocks off the ends the Trinity storybook ending. They had a bunch of three pointers early, three six three pointers early in the game. Put Trinity in a hole. They got within at least four late, but uh, you know Johnny Briotti and those guys just uh, they just kind of sealed the deal. Which just a tremendous job by uh, Andrew McClellan well, well, to, how, to knock them off. How many times have we sat here in this podcast week after week wondering? Around the world, as the FCAC turns and all these haha jokes, and yeah, and you kind of wonder who was going to emerge. Well, it was Richfield and Trinity Catholic who emerged, and Richfield was the one seed had beat their only loss was by 29 to Trinity Catholic, but they played great. And Pete Guaga was there, and, and you know, and, and obviously, it was some great theater. And um, you know, part of me thought that it was going to be the the storybook ending for Trinity Catholic with the school closing yeah, in a couple so of too. months, and uh, they were the hottest team going in. They were the hottest team; hadn't haven't lost since Malcolm Newman became eligible for Trinity Catholic. But you know that Richfield has been the team to beat yeah. three of the last four years in that league says something. Now, will that translate into the state tournament? Division one remains to be seen, but they've owned the FCAC, and it's as simple as that. Yeah, the FCAC, an end of an era, man. With uh, with Trinity going to be closing now, you have Trinity gone. Basic's gone. Harding's gone. And Central's not where they Central were. Central is a shadow of its former self. It is the FCAC is now just a. It's just the suburb tournament. I mean, unless Stanford wants to show, I don't know where Stanford went. Stanford, West Hill, Norwalk, Mc, you know, McMahon. Where are you guys? I mean, it's it's become basically the yeah. suburb tournament there in the FCAC. You know, uh, the Gold Coast, whatever you want to call it. I mean, that that that's it now. Well, it's, and I it's see, just a changed changed league going forward. And I hear, I keep hearing from. People, how everything's down. The FCAC's as bad as it's ever been. But to me, I think it's more balanced. I think okay, there's Maybe. no there's no great team. But what Richfield's not good. No, Richfield's great. No, no, I'm not saying you. I'm just. It's uh, just a change. It's a changed league for sure. It is but, not nearly but, but as diverse as it used to be. I understand. Or that. dominated by those teams. Now, now a lot of those, you know, the Richfields and the Wards and the Ludlows, they're they're thankful <laughs> you don't have to deal with Trinity. Uh, you know, and, and but, I'm just seeing comments everywhere. But, there are a lot of people. There's no sympathy for Trinity Catholic. I know zero. That, but what I'm saying is, it's not to me. It's not down. If Lolo can play, Ward can play. Trinity right, Catholic but the can league play. was was dominated by Trinity, by Basic, by Hardy, especially Hardy. St. Joseph, that's another one. Yeah, but I'm right. Where's St. Joe? I mean, they 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 were in the tournament, but St. Joe hasn't been St. Joe. I know. Yeah, hasn't been St. Joe it in a while. It doesn't mean that Still. the league is bad. That's the essence. No, I heard some one person comment it was the worst it's ever been, the worst they've ever seen it. I'm like, I don't agree with I that. I don't know about bad, but it's definitely changed. Yeah. It's not, it, Based it's on what not you said. the boss tournament, I mean, tournament. It's not the boss league it used to be. No. That's, no, it's not. That's but what it, I'm saying. It doesn't mean it can't evolve into and have. No, it can be. So. I um, mean, listen, there's a lot of competition down there. A lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of. Uh, Prep schools and I mean it's a change league. Uh, that's that's basically. It. But hey, congrats to Coach McClellan. Uh, just a tremendous job there. You know they they could have fallen to the uh, 
you know, they could have fallen to Trinity Catholics. Uh, they had all the momentum the Crusaders did, but uh, was not to be. We'll see what happens to them in the state tournament. And uh, it's one last go. Here it is. One last go before we go into the uh, it, it, before the school closes. Um, and then heading over up the up the road a little bit to Mazzy. How about the scene of the SWC? Now, I killed the SWC last week a little bit about the their tournaments. They weren't them doing themselves a favor. I, I got to amend this a little bit. The crowds have been great. At the, at the SWC, the crowds have been really good. Even though they play at at home sites, the crowds have been pretty good. Um, but and how about how about the scene at Massac last night uh, for the SWC final? Immaculate hottest team that they didn't lose a league game all year. They go into the into the into a hostile atmosphere, a hostile home crowd because. And now I was looking at Will Aldham's clips on Twitter, and there's this massive student section going off for for Colby Cathedral. And having covered Colby over the years, there are city schools. The city schools never really, really ever get the type of crowds that some of the suburbs do. And there's this massive student crowd there going nuts for Colby Cathedral. And then it dawned on me that I see Massac shirts, I see Bethel shirts. Everybody was lining up. Talk about no sympathy. Everyone was lining up against the. Uh, against Immaculate that game, Kobe Cathedral, you know, which 15 years ago, nobody would have done that. You know what I'm saying? They dominated the league like six straight years. Maybe they won seven out of eight years. Nobody would have lined up for Kobe Cathedral like that. But the whole league got behind them, and they win their first titles in 2006. Amazing job by John Foles, guys, to knock off Immaculate. Well, let's, well we had Nelson Mingatros on last week, the Immaculate coach, and then he, he was genuinely surprised maybe even stunned that they had as much success as they've had 21 in a row. This is not taking away anything from Colby, but it was some balance in that league. And listen, as you mentioned, that those were the glory days of Colby Cathedral. And then he took a decade off, basically, to go watch his son play at Trumbull. And his daughters. And his daughters his play at Trumbull. 1,600 he daughters. He comes back. He wins a state championship in his first year of Division Four. And then they win your SWC champion. I mean, the man can coach. Yeah. The man can coach. I like seeing Colby back. Like, Trinity's gone, but I like to see Colby back. Like, at least Colby's still there. Like, it's not, it doesn't feel like the SWC without Colby, like, dominating. And they were not good. Chris Smith came in. They had a bunch of other coaches come in, uh, and they were not good. Right. Uh, and it, I I love that having that one bad guy in the league, you know. And then Colby used to be that. Team. Now it's immaculate. I get it. Trinity in the FCAC. Now they're gone. Who's the bad guy in the, in the FCAC? I don't know now. Um, but, Richfield. Right, I, I Richfield guess becomes, so, but it's hard to not. It's hard to hate Richfield. I, I don't disagree, but, but everybody Kobe, hates a winner, right? This will not last long. Kobe got everyone behind it. They're, you know, they're celebrating Kobe Cathedral, and then Kobe's going to win the next six titles. Uh, and uh, then they'll, you'll see that that uh, that tune change real fast. But, yeah, I like seeing Kobe back on top of that league. It just doesn't feel like the SWC without them. No, and again, a great job by John and those guys. I mean, they were basically leading the whole game, and Macklin made a run. And now we'll see how Kobe does in two in, in Macklin in Division One. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just to kind of wrap things up a little bit here, uh, over at the NVL, I mean, uh, after after Sacred Heart came down, we, we were all wondering what Holy Cross is going to bring to the final. And uh, it wasn't much. <laughs> it's Naugatuck and Avery Hinnant just absolutely rolled through them. The highlights there was just, it was a circus. You know, they were doing uh, spin moves and dunks and alley-oops. And it, they go flying into the uh, into the state, the Division Two state tournament, Naugatuck. And that was just a tremendous job. Avery Hinnant had 19 points. Robert Sanders had 19 points. 73-54 the final. They were their first title since 1969. 
It's been a long time. Years. Yeah, it's been a long time. I mean, not when you say Nogatuck, the first thing you think of usually is soccer and football. And even the football hasn't been great, but the soccer especially has. Yeah, you don't think about basketball. No. And, and in that league, we talk about domination and the teams to hate, Sacred Heart and Crosby. Oh, yeah. Know? And the fact, how well, was This was the haters' guide to the NBL championship. And Nogatuck, you know, good, good for them. I mean, yes, it opened up. The Sacred Heart got beat, but they beat the team that took out Sacred Heart. So. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. they're going to, again, I keep saying this, they're going to be a really tough out in Division Two. Um, over at the Shoreline, we didn't really get to talk about the Shoreline too much, but Morgan knocks off uh, Valley, Valley Regional, Regional in the semifinals. Yep. They were all fired up. They're all screaming at us on Instagram about not posting their highlights. Man, we guys, we we didn't think you were going to knock them off, but uh, no, I they're, did they're not. Kill- I did. No. They're they're killing us, and uh, you know we can't be everywhere. We tried. We were at the final, and uh, well, and Morgan old- didn't Morgan didn't show up. Old Lime, which no. lost the year before. Well, I wouldn't. It was competitive for a while, but Old Lime has been the best team in that league all year. They didn't lose a single game. They lost one game in yeah. double overtime to Waterford, who was Second the half. champion. Yeah. Olam's been the best team. Yeah. All right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's a little. That's a little. Yeah. Rough. Morgan played very well. But Morgan, Morgan's going to be the team to beat next year. They got some kids. They got some kids coming back. You would think so. But Valley's got kids coming back. Yeah. And so does Olam. Will be fine. And Cromo, you can you can never discount Cromo. So it's going to be a a good. It's going to it's it's a good it's a good small school league. And the place was packed last night. I was there. It's one of my favorite tournaments. Unfortunately. They moved it up a day. Yeah. I wish I could have gone. I wanted to be there, but I, you have to pick and choose your spots. But, we again, we had some there. Dave Phillips did a good job. Celebration Foes in the O-line is going to be one of the great teams in league history. Yeah. Right there with Cromwell, right there with Valley, one of the dominant teams. And now can O-line go and win Division Five? That's the next question. Yeah, yeah, we'll get Because they that. go to the final line, and we'll get to that. So. Aiden Eusing had uh, 29 points, should be said. And they, uh, he was the best player in the league. Yeah, Hands he was down. great. Player of the year. Yep. He he did a tremendous job. And then finally over – oh, actually, you know what I didn't mention? I didn't mention – well, first of all, Wilmogo won his fourth straight Berkshire League title. They don't really care about their tournament, so, you know, good, good for them. They don't. They don't care about the tournament, really. They, they their regular season is their their league champion. They don't. You know, the tournament is just the tournament champ. It's always been that way. There, they don't put a lot of stock into it. Okay. But congrats to Mogo for winning four straight tournaments, um, in, in that one. And then, how about the CTC? Now, you watch if you looked at some of the scores from the CTC this week. There was no way, and we talked about it. There was no way Prince Tech. Someone asked me on our uh, on our like uh, on our Slack channel uh, for work whether we should cover that game or not, and it was kind of a touch-and-go that we didn't really have the bodies. But after you looked at Prince Tech, I mean, we've been talking about Prince Tech all year long, 114-50 to 50 over Wilcox in the first round. Prince Tech wins, beats Wyndham Tech 108-59. to 59. You figure Goodwin Tech was going to be the sacrificial lamb uh, last night at, uh, at, uh, at Whitney Tech. And sure enough, Goodwin Tech showed up. What the heck happened in that well, game? Well, let's put it this way. You could have... Hired somebody off the street from Southern Connecticut to just drive down to yeah. Whitney Tech to go cover it. Yeah. Anyway, we're bad job. That's, that's a bad that's, that's bad job by us. Well, but. and listen, it is what it is. Everybody have everybody playing at the same time. It, yeah. it makes it things very difficult. And you have girls games. Regardless, great job by Goodwin Tech having lost by an average of forty points in two games to be leading in that game to be in it down the stretch. I mean, hey. You know, Prince Tech. Maybe that's that's their one hiccup. Maybe, but um, listen, they've owned this league for for, for years. Three years and, now. And, and, Three years straight. Yeah, right. And uh, you're right, right, because of the, it was basketball before them. Yep. So, um, yeah, 
I, I, that would have been to me the most shocking result of the entire oh, basketball yeah. season. season. Any any league, if they had lost to Goodwin Tech, yeah. that's uh, the warning bells are going off for Prince Tech, the top seed in Division Two. Uh, you know, and then meanwhile you have Willer Cross, uh, the, the team they beat winning the SEC. I, I, I don't know, but uh, a great job by Goodwin Tech. Uh, 57-54, Prince yep. Tech rallies to win that. It was close late, man, uh, and that was supposed to be a blowout. That it, was supposed to be an exhibition. And just so you know, we are taping on Friday. Right. We are not able to get you your NCCC result, which was Granby and Canton, but both teams should be factors in the state tournament. And again, the game was at Canton. So as of taping, we don't have the result of that. So we apologize for that. Granby went to the Division Four final last year. They're back in that division again. So we'll see how those teams do fare in the tournament. It's been those have been two very good teams in that league. All right, now comes the time that Joe Morelli loves. Uh, this is Joe's. Season. I'm about loves, but well, I first do. of all, how did you do in the in the league tournament? You could you were bragging well, about it when we came in. I was bragging, you bragging were, about it. You were like not bad for a for a schlep here. Well, what I was your final record in the I'm league? Gonna pre- look, what was, you got, I got to go double check. Hold on one second. I came in. To, I, I, I got I now. He has, all of a sudden, he doesn't know it. <laughs> he knew I knew it, what I was coming in. Hold you on. knew it at the top uh, of your head. Se- where is it? There it is. Seventy-four and thirteen, folks. Coming into the league, and oh, I right. won. I went. I won that. Hang on. Seventy-five. Uh, I won no mogul. Seventy-six. Seventy-seven. Seventy-eight. 79, 79, and 14. Yeah. For the league tournaments. Yeah, there you go. Starting on last Thursday at the 27th. I did not do a couple of the opening round okay. playdowns. All right. Well, that's not bad, Joe. So how are you going to do in the state tournaments? I don't know. A lot worse, I think. All right. Here's how we're going to do this. We're going to give you a little tournament. We're going to go from the bottom up. We're going to go from Division 5 up to Division 1. We're going to save the best for last because it's clearly the best. And we're going to have, uh, have Joe, the eponymous Joe Morelli, give you a little tournament bracket breakdown. And he's going to make his final four pick, and he's going to pick a champion. All right? So here we go. All right, let's uh, get a little music here going. I don't know what, what it's going to music? Be. All right. right. Okay. All right, we have Old Lime as the top seed. We, the this is Division 5 now. Yes, the aforementioned Wildcats from the Perfect in the Shoreline Conference. Uh, the top seed here. They were finalists last year, lost to Innovation, who is now in Division 2, which is probably the biggest jump of any team. <laughs> Uh, in the entire field. You got in their half of the bracket, happens to be Montville on the ECC in the eighth seed, Morgan the nine, who they beat in the uh, Shoreline Final on Thursday night. Uh, Summers out of the triple C, a semifinalist in that tournament, Watertown, and another Shoreline team, HK. Uh, also, Bullet Havens is your two seed. They were a semifinalist in the CTC tournament. Uh, also, in the bottom half, they're in the bottom half of the bracket, excuse me. Chippewa Valley is the seventh seed, Valley Regional, uh, who was upset by Morgan, as we mentioned in the opening, um, in the Shoreline semifinals. Achievement first out of the Corral CRAL conference, and that is your basic breakdown of that conference. All right, Joe. Always like, oh, like me to go on? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you give us going? a little, okay. yeah, yeah. i give you four. So my final four and is not going on a limb here. I like Old Lime and Valley Regional. I'm sorry, no. Take that back. O-Lime and Summers, the one and the four. I like Terryville, the 10 seed, to go to the semis along with Valley Regional. I have O-Lime, I have Valley Regional, and I like O-Lime to win their first state championship in school history. Right, and they lost last year, like you said, to Innovation. And they got, it was a 
You know, I think I, I'm a big believer, as you saw what I said with Notre Dame, uh, a big believer in redemption kind of thing, stories, and I think O-Line will have theirs. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're they're clearly uh, the best team in that bracket. Uh, moving up the ladder there. I don't make picks, by the way, because I don't want to upstage Joe. <laughs> Joe will get mad. If I, Joe get mad. Especially if I pick better than him. Yeah, that would, annoy me a, that would annoy me a little bit. I'll stick yes. with the football. I nailed Newtown last year, by the way. Pete and I did, at least. Uh, right, right. Okay. <laughs> Moving up to Division Four. Now, all right. Break this uh, sucker down for us. All right. We talked to you. mentioned Canton. Uh, the number again, one seed. The number one seed here in Division Four and Triple C final, Tournament Finals has had a great, great season at 18-2. and two. Sitting there is an interesting game with Ansonia in Division Four. Who 16 plays, seed. Yeah, 16 seed who plays uh, decent. Obviously, the NBL schedule plays a lot of larger schools. It's a dangerous game. Uh, East Hampton, uh, I believe the fourth place team in the Shoreline is your eighth seed. Goodwin Tech, who uh, we just mentioned. Suddenly dangerous Goodwin yeah, Tech. Yeah. Uh, Can they knock off run. Ram? Yeah, could they? Uh, nine, 24 seed. 24 seed. Barlow. SWC tournament finals, uh, semifinals with Pat Urena, the former Bunnell coach, and the former Barlow coach before that. They get Woodland in the first round. Killingly, Lima Memorial, the, your 13 and 20 seed. Ellington, all the NCCC also in that half of the bracket. And then um, in the bottom half is SMSA, who lost to Granby in the NCCC. They were the regular season champions in that league. They're your two seed. Uh, Nanawag is your seven seed. Uh, out of the Berkshire League, Granby, a, a finalist last year in this division, who losing to New Canaan, uh, is your 10 seed this year, and they got will be out of the NBL in your first, and in a very intriguing first round matchup. Fitch, we, a team that you've seen and we've discussed, yeah. and was undefeated for a long period of time uh, before losing to Prince Tech, and they lost to Ledyard in the ECC Division One semifinals. They struggled down the stretch. They have a chance at a redemption as well. They're the three seed here. Massey, who started out like a house of fire to start the year, uh, didn't even end up making the SWC tournament. They're your 14 seed with 19 Weston, an SWC matchup in the first round. Griswold is your sixth seed in Southfield and Foreign at the bottom of the bracket. All right, what do you got for a final four here, Joseph? Yeah, no shock here. I went Carrington, Barlow, your one and four seeds. Granby, I did go with, as I did think Granby's going to get back to the semifinals at least as your. Uh, 10 seed, along with Fitch. I have Fitch as the three, Canton as the one. I do have Canton going to the final. That's probably a risk, but I'm going to put some faith in the NCCC, and I'm going to say that Fitch wins Division yeah. 4 in the three seed. I'm going to throw my little two cents here. I do this every year. Go but right ahead. Division 4, half of this bracket needs to be combined with Division 5, and the other half of Division 4 needs to be bumped up to Division 3, so we have four tournaments. What, tell me please, is the difference between Canton, the number one seed in four, and Old Lyme being the number one seed in five? Half these small schools should be back in the division, in that division five, should be merged with that division five, where teams like Massick, Fitch, and, uh, and teams like Foreign, and those bump them up. Get them out of, the, and kill, I mean, Barlow, they play in the SWC. Can you guys get this right, please? We don't need five. I screamed about this on Twitter. We don't need five tournaments. The four and the five, it's almost like the same thing with some, you know, some small, you know, L's and M's thrown in just for good measure. 
Uh, please, you guys gotta get this right. Please, we don't need five. This term, who wins this doesn't, what's the difference between them and five? That's my big rant. And then, like, the Massics and the Barlows of the world, bump them up to, like, a three or whatever you want to call that, two. I don't know. I just, it drives me nuts. There's nothing, there's no difference between four and five. You have small schools sprinkled through four. You have small schools that should be sprinkled in when they're the fives. They're up at four. It's just a mess. And I hate this. I hate it. That's it. I'm done. Okay, next. Division three. Go ahead. Yeah, division three. You got nothing. No, no, nothing. You, you, you want me? You love it, right? No, I didn't say that. I don't disagree with what you said. I just said I think they're going to continue to vote for this proposal. It's, they're going to reevaluate it after this season. But I think enough coaches in those brackets like it and they'll yeah. support it. Yeah. Whether it's right or wrong, I think that's they're going to keep it as is. Yeah. I'd be surprised. I don't think it's wrong to go back to four divisions. I think it'd be fine. It should be four. If, if, if. You keep all public schools and no schools of choice in four. If it goes back to the way it was, it's worse. Yeah. That's all I am saying. Right. We'll we'll get to the, the worry about that. When yeah. The time we, comes. No, we'll get to the division. Three. We're going to jump to division three. I'll let you uh, break this sucker down. All right. Division three tournament, Joseph. Well, Talon, obviously out of the CCC, has been one of those teams that's had a really good year, nineteen and one. They didn't play too many of the heavyweights. The one heavyweight they did play was East Catholic, and it got destroyed. And then they go and lose in the first round of the CC tournament, I believe, to Weathersfield. So, again, yes. a chance to have redemption. They got St. Paul out of the NBL and Maloney out of the CCC as your second-round match of 16-17 game. St. Bernard, your four-time ECC Division II champions, is your eighth seed with West Hill as uh, the 25 seed here in Division Three. London at Sheehan. Sheehan, again, it's one of the smallest schools in the SEC, nine seed, has a chance to make a run here. Fairfield Lullow in Division Three uh, has a buy into the second round. Obviously, a, a team that swept St. Joe's, a team that beat Fairfield Ward, a team that beat Trinity Catholic, they're a dangerous team in the four. New Canaan, the Division Four champion last year, now the 13 seed Division Three, did not have as good a year. Yeah. Can they make a run? Bloomfield sits there in the first round. Well, Mogul gets a buy. Momogo was the big bone of contention with us uh, and a lot of people last year. They had such a great regular season. They were the top seed in three, and they go out and lose in the second round, I believe, to, to Shelton. And, and, Joke. Yeah, and, and maybe the reason they were in there is because they, they group all the schools of choice and the BOAC yeah. programs, and, and that's why they're there. Right or wrong, that is the reasoning. Some common sense, please. FC. Yeah, oh, yeah, all right. So, right. They're, they're the five seed. Avon, a 12 out of the CCC. Bethel, the team that beat Colby Cathedral during the regular season. They're the 21 seed. Northwest Catholic, as we mentioned, CCC tournament finalist. We're ranked in the top 10. They're your two seed here in this division. They get a bye. Get the winner of E.O. Smith and Stonington. St. Joe's, the aforementioned cadets. Uh, a former Division One champion, a former Class Double State champion. They're in three. You know they've been yeah. up and down uh, in recent years. They're the seventh seed. They get Seymour in the first round. Law, a decent team out of the SEC. Um, they have North Haven in the first round. Capital Prep, an independent, gets a bye into the second round. Gets the winner of Connor Plainfield. Shelton again. We must mention them. They're back in three. Uh, they they gave Cross everything they wanted in the SEC quarterfinals. They've had a great year under Brian Gardner. They have Wilcox Tech uh, in the first round, and then you have Ledyard, the ECC 
the tournament finals versus Joe Morelli's alma mater, Stratford, who's had a rough year, um, but, you know, you can always pull a surprise, but it's a long, long road trip to Ledyard for Stratford. So, uh, do you have a drum roll? Okay. All right. I have. <laughs> I think everyone knows I have you're Sheehan pick, yeah. over Tallinn in the semifinals. So, number nine, she's Sheehan. Number four, seed Ludlow. Number two seed, shockingly, Northwest Catholic. And I have Shelton, uh, whatever seed they are. What are they, three? Shelton's the six. Shelton's six. Those are my final four. I have Northwest Catholic versus Ludlow in the final, and I have Northwest Catholic winning it. Yeah. I don't think anybody's picking against Northwest Catholic. This is not a surprise. Um, I think it's going to be really tough. I think you you, you want to be in the other half of the bracket. Northwest Catholic would be an upset they lost this game. Absolutely, get them out of Division Three. Yeah, I, I, I listen. I, That's a joke. St. Joseph's is also a joke I, in this tournament. I am on record from years ago, from when we were competitors. Yep. Before the internet. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, I've said it. Uh, that all schools of choice, at least the basketball schools, should be an L or double L. Back yep. when they were. And I, I still believe that they should be in one or two. And unfortunately, it's not as simple when you have the tech schools and the BOAGs and the magnets. There's so many more yeah. schools. But like you said, there should be some common sense in the procedures to have them play up. That was the whole idea of doing this, is to have schools of choice and their boarders play up. And a lot, for the most part, they do. And then you have a situation like this. And again, it's no disrespect to John and those guys. It's, no, they're it's not, it's not on the kids. It's just on, on the system as a whole. Yeah. But they're there. Fix this. Maybe can somebody beat them and then, and then put it all out. We'll see. Well, Mogo in five here is also. They play in the Berkshire League. Okay? I don't care what VOAG program they have or what. I, they're playing in the Berkshire League. I know they've dominated that league. They, they belong in like a, you know, they, they belong a class down. Uh, so does Seymour, for example. Um, you know, teams like that. They belong down. Well, Shelton belongs Seymour up. Play, okay, but Seymour plays in. In the NVL, fine. But there's also an S, you know, or maybe they're okay, M. But they, they can be a three. That's fine. But, like, they, again, half this this bracket needs to be blown up. Half the teams need to be up. The other half needs to be down. Northwest Catholic should never, ever be in anything lower than a one. Sorry. I mean, they, you know, the Northwest Catholic. I mean, that's St. Joseph. I don't care if St. Joseph went 0-20. They should never play in anything lower than one because yep. they're St. Joseph. Yep. You know what? It's on St. Joe to get better. I don't know. I mean, I know people are going to kill me for all that stuff. But well, a lot of people are going to agree with you, too. It's just, yeah. I know. St. Paul. Uh, St. Bernard. I mean, maybe St. Bernard's a two. I don't know. Maybe St. Joe should be a two. But, uh, again, it's just, you look at this. This is the Franken tournament. It's like, well, Mogo in the same breath as New London. I mean, I'm serious. I know London is not great this year, but I mean, geez, it does, just doesn't make any sense sometimes. I mean, Shelton up, they should always be a two. In, in you know, if they maybe they win a couple state championships, maybe they go up to one after that. But like, oh my god. Anyway, well, had they won the quarterfinal game last year, they maybe they would have been a two. Oh my god. But all right, all right, I'm all right. I'm done. I'm done with that. Okay. Until the next. Bracket. Let's get to the real state tournaments here. These are the real ones. One and two. Like one is the you know the big the big boy one, and two is like you know your second your second tier. So here, there's like the NIT, right? The, the NCAA uh, is Division those One. Are your, those are your words, not mine. That's like, precisely. I okay. spoke them. Okay. NIT is Division Two. Division One is uh, the NCAA tournament. So right. here we go. Division what do you got? Two, in first? We have Prince Tech as the top seed. Again, coming off that near upset in the CTC final, mm. the Goodwin Tech year, with top seed. Get the winner of Pomperock and Sullington in the 16-17 game. You have Crosby, a perennial Division One team for years, has been a couple years in Division Two. They've been up and down all year long. They have a chance at redemption here as the eighth seed against Hartford Public. 
West Haven, a very solid team under uh, Ty Sullivan. Uh, they get an all-SEC first-round matchup with Amity coming to West Haven, the 9-24 game. Bristol Central, we've had Donovan Klingon in here. We've talked about him at nauseum, the 7-foot sophomore. Uh, gets Bunnell, a team that was in the quarterfinals last year, lost their best player in prep school with Max Edwards. Bunnell gets into the tournament on the last day, and then uh, they got to go to Bristol Central. It's very interesting, intriguing. I mean, hey, listen, it's, it's a lot of name value. There's a lot of name value in this entire division. And speaking of Xavier, 13th seed in Division Two. McMahon, we mentioned the FCAC, one of those teams that hasn't been what they were. And this is an interesting, intriguing matchup, uh, FCAC versus SCC. Uh, in fact, Xavier's had a lot of this over the last few years. They've faced Fairfield Ward at least two or three, the last two or three years they've played on the road. Uh, Holy Cross is your five seed, uh, an MVO matchup with Kennedy. Amistad, Division Three finalist last year. A great job by that program. They're the, they're the 12th seed here against the defending champion Waterford. Mm. This has got a lot of name value. I mean, they two, play. They play during the two year. Two finalists in the same first round. Yeah, exactly. It's an intriguing game to me. It's a game I may be at. I haven't decided yet. Amistad won at Waterford during the regular season, Ooh. so that's interesting. Naugatuck, your NBL champion, is your two seed here. Uh, they get the winner of the Waterbury career. Who knocked off Crosby in the quarterfinals and Weaver who played well as an independent late in the year. They may be getting things together. It's an interesting bracket, and Weaver only lost to Nogtuck by a few points back in December. So that's an interesting possible matchup. Middletown hosts Weathersfield, all CCC. Staples, who we were touting at the beginning of the year in January when they are undefeated, uh, have struggled since then. They're your 10th seed against Enfield. Innovation, your last year's Division Five champion, is now in Division Two. They're your three seed, the CRAL champion. Newtown, an SWC semifinalist, face host Stanford in the bottom half of the bracket. Farmington, last year's Division Three state champion, now in two, understandably, gets Newington in the law CCC matchup. And the aforementioned Colby Cathedral Cougars, your 11 seed against Guilford High School. At the Sheehan Center. Nice. It's a pretty good. Pretty I like this. It's a yeah. good bracket. It's a lot of name value, a lot of traditional teams. And listen, not everybody wants to be in that big boy division. Let's be honest. And it's understandable. So. I don't mind this being like an NIT. You know, I don't mind this being. Well, like I, I think it's more than an NIT, but right. that's. that's All right. A little bit. Maybe a step up. In it. All right. I have. I did have Prince Tech going to the semis against Bristol Central, Naugatuck, and Farmington. So the only seed that I was a little bit out of whack and not really much was Farmington as a six seed. I have Naugatuck, Bristol Central, and I have Naugatuck winning the state championship. I would have to agree with you on that one. They look really good. I mean, I could see see Prince Tech getting there maybe. I mean, that's tough. You got to play Crosby perhaps. Yeah, you got Crosby, you got West Central in there. They're going to have a tough time. Listen, I know that Prince Tech and West Haven scrimmage during the beginning of the year, so... I, I think, listen, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Prince Tech gets picked off, but I would oh. think I would think that th- that game against Goodwood Tech serves as a reminder that you better bring it or you're going to go home. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's your uh, division too big. Now we get to the big boy division. Right. My only gripe with these these divisions, though, is that there's way too many buys, and I know like that's a thing with the girls' tournament, and like they put everybody in the girls' tournament. I mean, they're. 
I would love to, I wish there was like another round. I mean, I wish like there were no buys in the division one. That's well, there's more teams than there used to be. Right, no, I, which I like. I'm, I'm it was 20 and 19 or 21. Now it's 24 and you have eight buys. Yeah, as, as as hard as this tournament is to win, you only have to win it like three games. Four. Or four games, right. Uh, I don't. I, I just wish it was. Uh, it was just a little. I bit don't like more. the buys anymore than anybody else, guys. But I mean, it is what it is. It's still the big boy division. Yep. All right. Let's re- let's break it down, Joe. What do you got? Okay. Well, you have Sacred Heart. Now we knew the. We. I thought. I shouldn't say we. I thought the winning streak would have ended earlier during the regular season. They had a great season because this is not your vintage Sacred Heart team from. Uh, Mustafa Heron or even no. with the, the guys recently. Um, no. So, uh, I, Lorenzo Washington's great. They've had a great season. I am still surprised that Holy Cross won, but you know what? Hey, we would get over that. Cigarettes, your top seed here. They get the winner of Trumbull and Fairfield Prep. Now, if you remember correctly, Trumbull was the team that ousted Sacred Heart last year in the quarterfinals. That great team. This is not the same Trumbull team. I think Fairfield Prep can actually win that game against Trumbull, um, but we'll see. That's a great 16-17 Buddy Bray, game. a.k.a. Mike Krzyzewski, according to Chris Russo. Yeah, yeah, that's all, that, that was on our previous podcast, so if you want to listen to that, by, by all means. In Windsor, your eighth seed by virtue of the three losses in Florida. Can you imagine them as the eighth seed in your bracket? Oof. That's scary. Fairfield Ward, again, was one of the better teams in the FCAC, and it's going to give Windsor – I think it can give Windsor all they want on the road. Yeah. Because I don't think Grandchild's done. Here's the, now, here's the problem with, with expounding on what Sean Bowley said here. When you have this many buys, everybody gets in the tournament. So, in this one division, you have teams like with Grandch 4 and 16. So, everybody gets in. And the Grandch has not had a good year, and they're going to lose the Fairfield Ward. So, Notre Dame West Haven, SEC finalist, uh, again, uh, coming off the. Lo- again, they've only lost two games, Notre Dame West Haven. By two points combined, mm. uh, and we're all saying how bad I was, including myself, killing them. But you know what? I, I think a lot of teams like to be twenty-one and two, and they're the four seed. Manchester in Danbury, Manchester hosting Danbury FCAC versus CCC Immaculate, losing the SWC finals. Uh, is your five seed gets the winner of Hamden and East Hartford, which would be an interesting first round game. And East Hartford sixteen fourteen. Wouldn't have gotten in any other tournaments, but East Harvard plays everybody. And they, if you go look at their, go look at their schedule. They play all the heavyweights. They didn't beat any of them, but they played them all. And they played some of them close. NFA, one of two remaining undefeated teams in the state, the other being Prince Tech. Uh, NFA had struggled in the game. I saw them at the Mohegan Sun in the final against Ledyard, but they were able to come from behind. In fact, very interesting stat: only three players scored. That's amazing. That we didn't even yeah. talk about that give that final. Yeah, I know we didn't. We didn't really get a chance to. And then, but Mason Jackson and those guys, and we had Chris Justian a couple weeks ago. They're they're legit. They've got athletes. This is not this oh, your ECC. No, they can play. They just, they struggled in that game, and if they can shoot it, they can play with anybody. So they get the winner of New Britain and Will. Now New Britain has been up and down. They've been down of late. I'm interested to see if this team can rise up and, and make a run, New Britain. Uh, they were the Division Two finalists. Wilton last year. feels like they uh, they have something to prove. They, they, they thought they had Trinity beat. Okay, yes, late, late right. Three. They feel like in they the FCA quarterfinals. So yeah, so that's a very intriguing first round game. Wilton in Division One. Yeah. So obviously they've had success in recent years. Hill House. Uh, we talked about them. Can they rebound? Uh, they will get Trinity Catholic because Notre Dame Fairfield is not going to beat Trinity Catholic because Notre Dame Fairfield is four and sixteen. And they were 
and it's not very good yeah. this year. This is not this is not your Nordian team from two years ago when they won a title. I can promise you that. So <laughs> Trinity Catholic at Hill House, a very intriguing can Hill House and Trinity Catholics run and their career, I guess, or however you want to. When, when is the postmortem going to come for Trinity Catholic? That's going to be the big story here. Who, who, do they get through, or do they? Who do they lose to in, 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 in the end of the uh, the run? Uh, East Catholic, your CCC champions, is your three seed. Gets the winner of Wilbercross and Bassick. Now, Bassick has been a juggernaut for a lot of years. It plays a great schedule as an independent. Now, unfortunately, they, just, they had a rough year, and uh, I. And they, including it was a loss to Bassing uh, to uh, Wilbur Cross. Now I don't. I'm not saying they can't beat Cross. I just think it's going to be a tough spot. So Cross, your SEC champion, goes to East Catholic, goes to the Eagles Nest. A tall order, but the way Cross played the other night, I think anything's possible. But they're going to have to play at their best. Richfield, yeah, your FCAC champion, is your sixth seed. Again, th- won the USA three of the last four years. It's never. They've never had great success in this tournament. I know one year they lost to Shelton. Uh, in Division Two, I think the winning one. So, so maybe this is the year they make a nice run. They get the winner of Glastonbury and Simsbury. All right. Yeah, uh, that's a pretty good breakdown. What do you? Well, what do you got here? I tell you what, I'm going to break down the whole. I'm going to go through the whole thing because well, I think this division deserves it. I, I do like Sacred Heart to get to the quarters, and I get to see them face Windsor. I like Notre Dame to beat the Manchester, and I think Hamden. If they, sh- Hamden is such a Jekyll and Hyde team. You just don't know who's going to show up, and it's at Immaculate. I'm going to take Immaculate, so I'm going to go chalk there four or five in the quarterfinals. I do like NFA. I think it's going to be to Britain. I think NFA is going to advance. And I have debated on Hill House and Trinity Catholic. I've gone back and forth up until just before taping. And I just think that Hill House is going to find a way to get at home to win and end end it for Trinity Catholic. And would I be shocked if Trinity Catholic goes deep this tournament? No, of course not. But I'm going to pick Hill House to advance, so it's in a favor. Hill, Hill House is not advancing. They play the way they did in the SEC semis. They're not beating anybody. No, I, that's the thing. That's what put me back. Now, listen, can you beat? This is not a vintage Hill House team from 2017-16, okay? Nope. So, but I'm just, but Trinity Catholic is, you know, I don't know. I, I just, you know. I would Again, like to see, to personally, I would like to see Trinity Catholic make a run. I know a lot of people would prefer they just, you know, laid down and died. <laughs> but, uh, so there's a lot of people voting for, for Hill House, I guess. Oh, the Hill House is going to have a lot of fans. They're going to have a an SWC-style <laughs> student section over well, there. Well, you better get there. That game's going to be in a little gym. The whole gym. FCAC's going to show up at the at, the, at Hill House gym. Well, it's going to be in a little gym. It's in the little gym. It's not going to be in the yeah. field house, so I'm very Get there know. early. Yeah, yeah but I'm sure the whole FCAC can show up. <laughs> Now, I think Cross will be real pleased because they love it when I pick against them, and I just think East Catholic's the better team. So um, if Cross wins, hey, you know what? If they win this game, I'd probably just cover all Cross games next year to everybody else. If they find a way to be East Catholic, God bless them. That'd be great. Mm. But, you know, we'll see. Hey. I don't see it. um, But, all right, so Richfield, and I do have Richfield. uh, I do have Richfield. I think Richfield will come out. Okay. and I have, let's see, it's going top to bottom. Sacred Heart, Windsor. Mm. I have to be honest with you, Windsor plays, they win. They're the better team. You just don't, again, Windsor's played so many close games, you just don't, I, I, I have to think they're motivated off of losing in the CCC semifinals. You would think, but. Um, I think they're the better team. 
If they play, they win. They be with. They be Sacred Heart. Windsor. We didn't really talk about Windsor Northwest Catholic, and just quickly, you like, were there, yes. Yeah, um, Windsor. Windsor up ten at halftime. Didn't come out of the locker room. Didn't play any defense. Didn't do a lot of. He, he let Northwest Catholic run circles around him. That was stunning. I mean, you're up ten. I What's think they thought point? they were just going to roll through him. That's what Ken Smith said. Um, I was shocked by that. You know, at Primo Spears has had a rough couple of games. He only scored eleven points. He did not score into the second until the second half to get him within uh, to get him within two after three, but uh, you know Primo's been having a rough tournament. You know, and they need him. They so need Primo to step up. I agree. What's more stunning, what Windsor did in the second half, or what Notre Dame did in the second half? Notre Dame. I mean, Windsor. You know, the way they play, they kind of play fly by the seat of their pants. You know, somebody with a little more discipline. I think, you know, you could see a Northway, you could see a Mirabella team knock them off. Notre Dame, not uh, with with the SEC Player of the Year, only scoring fourteen and three in the fourth quarter. That was that was shocking. So okay. anyway, go ahead. So Windsor in the semis as your eight seed. I'm picking Notre Dame, West David. I think they're gonna again another chance at a team that beat you. I think they're gonna and it's gonna be a neutral site. I think they're gonna, Notre Dame's gonna win this time. I think Notre Dame is gonna be Notre Dame. I like Windsor. Notre Dame's draw to be honest with you. Okay. With motivated, you know. I am gonna pick NFA. I think NFA is gonna beat Hill House. I just think I think NFA's got athletes. They got size. I, I like what I saw from them. Can Hill House win the game? Absolutely. But you know, NFA's got Moxie. You know, I, I I'm going with NFA. I, it's a neutral yeah. site game, and obviously I have East. So I have East versus NFA. I like East, obviously to get. Obviously, I shouldn't say obviously, but I I, <laughs> I, would. I think they're the best team in the field. And obviously, I like I like Windsor to beat Notre Dame. So, you, so you're, you're looking for a rematch. rematch, and I'd like to say, at one time I would have picked Windsor. Not anymore. I'm picking East Catholic. Yeah. Oh, no question. I just think, I, I, can Windsor win it all? Of course they can. To me, I think they have the most talent in the field. I still believe that, but they haven't played like it. I mean, you have a second half like that. You got to put it all together. And the, and the two issues with them, they don't rebound the basketball well, and they don't. Blow anybody, they've blown teams out, but they just kind of play the level of the competition uh, too many times. And uh, I thought East Catholic was the better team in the game at Windsor. And because of a circus shot from Corey McKeithen, they didn't win. East Catholic has not has been a dominant team since then. Even in the game against Glastonbury in the semifinals, they still won by double digits. Mm-hmm. And last night, they were down 10 and didn't even blink. Nope. So I think... They were playing like they had the lead. Listen, and they lost all those stars, but they have guys and they understand their roles. And that's... Yeah. You know, I... I listen, you're, you're going to have to play your best to beat that team. Matt, getting Matt Hood over from Master School. Yes. Transferring in. He's been the, you know, he's he's been the guy. He's been the, the key piece that, that really plug in there. And I know people get, get them over the top. peeved about, oh, they got all the players. You know, I, I listen... I would rather see that happen. Yeah. Prep school kid go to CIAC versus Agreed. the other way. We see it too much the other way, right? Coaches. How many times, guys, we see losing kids to prep school? We've talked about it. Yeah, you you don't want to see East get better, but you know what? I'd rather have that than go the other way, and we've seen it too many times, so sorry. No, I, I totally agree with you. And the CCC has been the best league all season long. It's I mean, been the no, last league for a couple of years. Yeah, man. I mean, but especially this year, all season long. I, could I see Windsor getting knocked off? Maybe Sacred Heart. Maybe Notre Dame. Notre Dame plays a little defense on them. I mean, they say, I, I listen, don't. Fairfield Ward's going to be in the game against them. Yeah, no, they listen, are. Windsor's going to have to. 
you know, Wednesday's got a lot of work to do. But I could see them advancing. You know, would, would I be shocked if they got beat by Ward? Uh, it'd be stunning. But I'd be surprised, but not shocked because no. because because the Swallow the Swallow guys can coach. Tim and Ryan oh, can coach, absolutely. and Ryan has done a great job Nordane with Ward. I could see Nordane beat him. You know. That'd be interesting. I, I do see them rematch, though, personally. I, I, I could see them getting back there. I mean, you lose in the, that round. They didn't look great to Northwest Catholic. I don't see a team like Northwest Catholic in here, which, you know, I mean, other than maybe Notre Dame. Notre Dame plays a lot of great defense, and then, you know, they can they can shoot when they're on, man. Notre Dame's when shooting from the outside. See, people are going to forget about what they did against him. Hammond's was a pretty good team, mm-hmm. and they just took apart yeah. Hammond. So and that's what makes it more surprising what they did against Cross. But Notre Dame should be supremely motivated to make a nice run here. If Windsor doesn't play defense, though, they're in big trouble. Yeah, well, they I need to play defense. About any team, but yeah, especially them because they have to. Notre rebound. Dame, I think, will pick them apart if they do that. Listen, if you're not motivated by losing Northwest Cats, I don't know what to tell you. Right. So but they need they need Primo Spears. I mean, I, I don't want to harp on him too much. I mean, he, he just had, had a rough tournament. I think he knows that. Um, I yeah, think he's Primo, gonna make it. probably maybe his decision is weighing on him. Yeah, maybe as far as where he wants to go. But when they when happen. they have Ellison, Justice Ellison, Corey McKeithen, and Primo Spears going, they're tough. They are tough, and they have some kids too. And that's some why I thought they were the best team. Yeah, obviously. I would love this. Uh, listen, that's going to be if they get to the final against East Catholic, that's uh, going to be another barnburn. But you know what? Not knowing. I think really, it, I just. I think oof. almost anybody goes. I mean, I just think it's hard. It's let's put it this way: you don't want to be in East bracket. You, you want to be up top. Because East is. Listen, you know Richfield's had a great year. I just think I think it's just a tough, tall order to beat that team. Yeah. As good as Richfield has played, as as good as NFA has been, Trinity Catholic too. I just think it's you're asking. It's just a, just a tough. You yeah. have to play the perfect game to beat them. Yeah, and they are perfect. I mean, you just you just watch and Luke Luke Riley can coach, man. Yep, yeah, absolutely. You know, even when Nolan went down, they weren't even no panic, no nothing. Now listen, yeah, they if he had shoot. gone down and torn an ACL, we're having a different conversation no. here, okay? But that's because injuries are part of the game. But yeah, um, and, if, and if anybody goes down, because they only play like six guys, yeah. I so mean, yeah. the injuries. This is all not taking any injuries or any into account because we obviously, if somebody goes down for East Catholic, they only got five guys. It's it's a little bit different. All right, so I'll I'll, I'll join the fray here. I'll pick East Catholic to beat Windsor in the Gee, final. That's great. Thank you. Right. Are you going to pick any other divisions? Or are you just going to leave that to me? No, I'm just going to leave that to you, man. Okay. Well, you don't let, want, let, I don't want to. I don't want upstage. Twist you, in, no. Let me twist in the wind. I don't want myself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you yeah. said it. You don't want me to pick. We, we're off the air. I'm like, Joe, you want me? To, no. Okay. You could pick if you feel right. that if you want to be bold. No, 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 no. Go pick against North. You know what? I, you know what? I don't care. I don't. Yeah, I'll pick North Catholic to win Division Three. Bump really? them up to Division One next year, please. You, please. Said, you just said you don't care about what? No, and the rest of them I don't care about. Okay. Great. I mean, Noggy, okay. I'll you hear that, Noggy. guys? He doesn't care. No, you know. I would care if Division 4 and Division 5 and maybe a little Division 2 I merged. care. All right. We're, I care about we your are, tournaments. We are out of time, folks. We'll see everyone. Uh, next we, time. We don't know exactly when we'll have the next one. We definitely will I have think one. we'll have one before the, the – uh, we'll get to the – when we uh, when are we going to do this? We'll do one, yeah, either before the semifinals or before the final. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. But uh, we have run out of time here. The other guys are waiting to get their hockey podcast done. We're really sorry we went over. Um, So um, the road to Mohegan Sun begins, and uh, we'll see everybody next time for Joseph Morelli. I'm Sean Patrick Bully. This has been Courtside on Game Time CT. Uh